The fear was pretty thick in March of 2020. And in this discussion with Jim J. Doyle, born in the Ireland, living now in England, we talk about the impact of fear on your body. And he takes you through an exercise of how to release that. As once again, the news is prophesizing more fear. Listen in, be prepared to release and let go. Welcome to the Global Party Podcast. I'm Jacqueline Best, host and creator of Best Whole New World, where joy, health, peace, love, and wealth are just the natural vibes. I'll be interviewing real people with real stories from all over the world where they share their transformation, their healing from the inside out. Listen and subscribe and get the health vibe. We are live. I have Jim J. Doyle. So he's different from every other Jim Doyle that's ever out there. Indeed. Yeah. And he is coming to us live from Brighton, England? No, Cambridge. Next letter of the alphabet. Cambridge, UK. Yay, okay. London. So it's Cambridge. And obviously the university there is closed. Uh, Yep. And did you know that Isaac Newton, during the bubonic plague in 1666, I think, or 65, actually had to leave Cambridge University and went to his home place about 80 miles away and produced some of his greatest work. Now, that doesn't necessarily cheer you up, but it's just kind of interesting. (laughs) I do feel that all the great ideas come in that moment of silence, you know, and that is what we're learning to do is we're being forced to stop spending all our time and attention out there being distracted and come mm-hmm. in because what you're going to be talking about today is the fact that there's so many people that are in identifying with fear. You know, they're listening to the news, they're listening to all this information, and they're allowing that to affect themselves, right? And you've got some tools and things to help people realize that what's outside themselves is a false expectation appearing real because what's real is what they're really feeling on the inside, correct? Yes, and the reality is, although they may be false expectations, to you, to me, and to everybody watching, those fears are very real and you feel all tight and terrified and affecting you in all kinds of different ways. And, you know, our heads start to go round and round and round and then we start losing sleep and we go into a downward spiral. And being in a downward spiral will not help us in this kind of situation where we are at risk. There is real risk. There is real danger. Uh, There is real danger of many things happening to us, uh, our loved ones. But worrying and being fearful is not going to help us. Unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, being human, we're pretty good at worrying and being fearful. Well, correct me on this one, okay? Because my my take on the situation, as you know, I'm always a little different, is that 
I like using the analogy of the caterpillar to the butterfly. So the caterpillar is the one that's used to being in fear and used to looking outside themselves externally, looking for the government, looking for everybody else to take care of their lives. They essentially are still feeling a little bit in victimization. And then law of attraction is kind of like when people have learned that and go, oh, what I think about, I bring about, heck, okay, that's like the chrysalis. The caterpillar starts to move in the chrysalis and then they go back and forth because can I really trust that everything I have is within me and surrender to the moment? And that's the butterfly. So this is like forced crystallization. <laughs> that's a very, a very interesting concept. Yes, I agree. If I may offer my interpretation of what yeah. I see, particularly about magnified fears like now. Yeah. And I, I can assure you this is authentic because I've got, I'm not specifying what they are, but I've got major uh, concerns for the next 80, well, 24 hours uh, to do with other people close mm -hmm. to me. And... My, yeah, you know, I've just done a meditation. I literally just woke up like 15 minutes ago. I came out of a really deep meditation and I haven't cleared, haven't cleared it all. So I'm totally honest with you. I, I don't pretend I'm very human. And what I, what I find is not, not necessarily about the chrysalis, absolutely true. But um, what I find is when we have a particularly a negative emotion, fear, worry, you know, panic, whatever it is, we're a bit like a magnet. Now, it depends on how sensitive we are, how empathic we are. And you might never even have thought you were empathic or even that sensitive. But right now, all the standard sort of frameworks of society have just gone, bump, and we're right down to being us, just, just purely us. But what I find is that when we get very, very, I'll just take fearful as an example, it's very often, and I'm really good at this. I'm absolutely brilliant, and I do not recommend it. But when I get really worried, which until the last sort of 48 hours or so has, has not been really the case, um, what I find is when I identify and analyze it is an awful lot of it is not even mine. Right. I'm, like a, I'm, not even, I'm a kind of a magnet, yeah? So, so say I measure my fear as being a 9 out of 10. Yeah, then, and then I identify. I use muscle testing and kinesiology. The details don't matter. You can do this too. We all have these abilities. But find nine out of ten. Identify maybe where it's coming from, whose it is, or whatever, and then clear it. And then underneath, go okay. So maybe the other stuff that was affecting me was maybe six or eight out of ten. So that leaves that little. So what's this other little bit? And that's mine. And by running that extra little bit, which in there sometimes i can attract in other people's fear which then goes boom which is the false what's false expectations yeah and but it's not even ours a lot of the time it exactly. doesn't matter it doesn't matter how uh you might desperate or important or you know there are there are deaths there are worries you're worried about your children it doesn't matter why you're fearful an awful lot of it isn't yours. And the world is now overflowing with fear. Every level, every culture, everywhere. There are no exceptions. Well, there might be a few, but they won't be watching this broadcast. <laughs> and, and again, I, in the sense of some of the conversation we've been talking about letting go, right, and releasing. And if, they, if we're all looking at it with the fact that this really is a 
what we've been calling for, this global transformation to become back in balance, to really know that we're, if you're a scientist, that you're a piece of this, you know, um, matrix and consciousness, or if you're spiritual, that we're all united. So none of us would have asked for it to happen this way, but it is extraordinary that you have the world shutting everything down at the same time. So people that have never ever thought about energy or mindfulness or that stress has an impact on their body. Like what I was just saying to someone the other day, I was like, stress might be normal for most people. Mm. It's not natural. No, absolutely not. And the, cra the crazy thing is, I've worked with this over the years, is that uh, we can be carrying a fixed level of stress, anger, whatever it is, but we just keep on the fear and the stress mm -hmm. and the worry now uh, for the purpose of, of this broadcast. We can be carrying a fixed level of some of those emotions, fear, worry, tension. Uh, and let's just stick to those. And we can be carrying a level out of those. So say that, you know, like tens off the scale, but we can be carrying a three or a four, that's 30, 40% of our, the maximum emotional level we can have is say stress. And some people live on stress. Now, I'm not gonna go into that whether it's good for them or not, but we think it's not. But they don't even realize it's just, it's the way I am. Right. And that's the, that's the real question, it's the way I am. And that's worry or stress or whatever it is, can be, literally can be ancestral. It can not necessarily your mummy or dad, but it can go back generations and to a specific generation. And very often when you identify what that is, uh, then it's like, oh my God, you realize you don't need to know the family tree. You don't need to know the details, but you, you go, okay, where's this coming from? Yeah, okay, ancestral. How far back? One, two, three, four generations. Hmm. Dad's side now, mum's side now. And then, you know, whether it's the masculine or the feminine line, basically. Mm -hmm. And you go, oh yeah. That makes sense because there, there was a, a war on or something like that. Yeah. or so, so, And it all makes total sense. And there's these little rumors you've heard in the family that say, you know, we we used to think that so-and-so got lost in the war or the son got lost or something like that. Right. And we don't know it, but it's there and it's affecting us. And we live by that. And uh, this time is a golden opportunity and in itself a very scary opportunity for many, many, well, a very high proportion of people who have never been, as you say, spiritual or woo-woo or sensitive because everything has been around the material world. And right now, that material world has more or less gone bump like that. Yeah. So you have um, tools, right, that help people in terms of that, right? Because this is Diane, um, Matthias, Annie, my lovely friend in California, in, um, California has just said, this is very important understanding empaths are having to relearn to walk differently. So you know and I know that they're, you know, can be very, very sensitive. I feel like the last year and a half, the most time I spent in Costa Rica was probably getting me ready for this moment in time because I now... It's like I have a, my visual is like I have a metal mosquito net around me, right? So even sheep in wolf's clothing or wolf in sheep clothing, they get stopped by this, this net. All the good comes in, but everything else isn't. Where I once upon a time, everything came to me, right? 
And, no. and I would even let it process through my body because I thought I was helping, you know. <laughs> and, you know, I'm I know that I know I know that one well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell us, how do we we're starting to notice? Because this is what I think people are going to start to realize is that when they turn on the news, they're starting to realize that doesn't make them feel good. So even though they've never thought they were an empath, everybody is sensitive to vibrations. Yes. Right? Everybody. And so as they realize they're more more affected that way and they stress, then if we say, hey, think of something joyful, dance, shake, draw, paint, you know, shh, and they go, wow, that's a whole different expression. So what would you like to do to help them clear and get them present to releasing it up? Okay. So I'll just go through some basic things. I, we have, excuse me, sorry, about another 20 minutes or something like that, yes? Yeah. yeah. Okay, just, just double checking. So I will go through some tools, but one of the things, sorry, my background is engineering. So I kind of bring logic into spirituality and internal connection. So if I go a little bit sort of measuring things, I might and I might not, and, and being very specific with something as nebulous as I feel terrible, I'm terrified, yeah, then basically just stay with me because it's a good way of um, – measuring things and measuring things to me is a way of actually knowing where they are rather than going well oh, i'm terrified because that doesn't help so it doesn't help anybody the people around you and you one of the most important things right now as as you just said is that we have to remember that we don't have our boss looking over our shoulder we don't have our parents telling us what to do we are now in a place where the, the little us, it may be, you know, your little child, your inner child, you. You might be, in this case, you pop him back and you're like two years old or five years old or whatever. It doesn't mean bad things happen to you, but something frightening may have happened then. Mm -hmm. uh, you're a bit lost, a bit abandoned. So just left behind in the car or the shopping center or something like that. And right. those, those feelings come to the surface. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And... The first thing to remember is that it is important to be able to acknowledge that to yourself. And it's like kind of connecting to yourself through time from now back to as early as you remember or even earlier. We're not going to do complicated things on here right. and just go back into it. So what I would say is, and by the way, uh, there's several several things, and uh, Jacqueline and I have well, we've spoken about this before, um, uh, two years ago. Uh, is that different words, similar words we use in everyday conversation, which we swap over easily, just interchange, no problem. They have totally different meanings. Now, as I said, I'm in a very very wound up place a very short while ago, and. What I checked was, well, hang on, my fear level is only about one or two out of 10. But why do I feel like this? And what it is, it's worry. And worry and fear are different emotions, they're different states. Let's not nitpick on whether they're emotions or not. They're completely different. Yeah. And what I found was I was running worry at about a nine out of 10 and fear was down here somewhere. But they can feel the same. And ultimately, the key word here is feel. Yeah, we are generally. Do they feel the same or do they feel similar? 
similar, sorry. See, I did it there exactly. Thank you very much. I did it there because I put the same and meant similar. So they feel similar. Mm -hmm. And for me, what it, I'm just making sure you can you can see me there. For me, it's not like the center of my chest, that bit higher up, your soul seat. That's where I'm really feeling the pressure now. And it's like a sort of, sort of ball of pressure. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter why it is. And you may be feeling exactly the same or similar. Now, because of the current circumstances, most likely you're feeling it around this kind of area, around the heart, you know, center of your chest area, your heart chakra. Uh, it might be your solar plexus, your stomach area. It might be your throat. Uh, unlikely to be anywhere else because this is real core fundamental survival issues we're going on with, existential issues we're going on with. So what I'd say to you is we just work on the feelings and just let the thoughts, the, the, the thoughts that go with it, they are totally related in a loop. You know, it's literally ping pong, ping pong. So one goes up, well, they, they, they're linked, the, the thoughts and the feelings. So it's kind of play a game, but I'd like you to go back to when you were little playing a game. I know you're two years old, five years old, one and a half. And you know, there's what little kids do. They see something happening and they go, oh, oh, oh. There is no judgment or expectation on the outcome. And that's what we want to be able to do. And you can practice this anytime you like. And it's very simple. You've probably come across it before. I'm giving you my take on it. Right. And you feel something right now. And it's like, okay, I feel bad, worried, whatever. You, you have a pressure, you have a pain, okay? Mm -hmm. So what we're going to do now, just take a deep breath. And ooh. I think you need full screen for this one. I'm gonna get- Oh, so, uh, thank you, right, lovely, thank you. I'm, I'm glad I have a studio manager, right, okay, fine. So take, take a moderately deep breath, so just- now, why am I putting my hand there? Just so normally you're taking a breath like, or maybe at the moment you're going like that. What you want to do is get the air down into your lungs. This is just basic physics, you know, the physics of, of having a human body. So when you breathe in, I'll stand up a bit. So just one hand just under your ribs there, just on the curve. So put one hand there, breathe in. And out again. And as you breathe in, what you're doing is you're filling your lungs from the bottom. So your stomach comes out as you breathe in, as in. And you fill up to the top and back again. So fill from the bottom up to the top, and then empty out from the top down to the bottom. So just in and then out like that. Now, I don't know how much you can see on camera. But that is proper healthy breathing, like the baby does. Yeah, because we have become fearful as we've grown up, where stuff's happened to us. An awful lot, most people, a high proportion of people, will go by that. And all they're doing is, or you may be doing, is breathing into the top of your lungs, which is a little bit. You're not getting oxygen in there, so you've got this sort of stagnant bit in the bottom. Now, what you need to do is get that air down into the bottom. So 
whichever hand you like, spare hand if you're using a mobile, yeah? And just say it's this one on here, just on literally on the center of your chest, just there, okay? Then now just breathe in again and out. And as you do this, and what I've just demonstrated to you before, breathing in the bottom and out the top, if that's not your normal routine, it is challenging to adapt this. That's a fact, that's a reality, because you've got probably a lifetime of practice behind you of going like that. But practicing this other way will really help. Now, this is, this is where it gets interesting, because we're going to combine visualization and feeling at the same time. So when we breathe in this time, you're going to imagine a big beam of warm, lovely energy, searchlight, whatever it is, goes into here, in through your hand, literally. And breathe it out again. In. And out. Now, just close your eyes. No need to watch me for a moment. I'll tell you when to open them again. Continue doing that. Breathing in through your hand, that lovely warm energy. And out again. Just keep doing that. Now, as that you're doing that, remember those times when you were little and maybe you stood on the beach by the sea and the little waves came in over your bare feet. And you go, oh, that's nice. Maybe it was cold. And then as it goes out again, you sort of, oh, nearly fall over because it washes the sand away from under your heels. It changes things around your feet and you're, oh, and then you find a new balance point. Okay, so now just stay with that image, that memory. Breathe in that beam of, of energy into your, in through your hand. And as it goes out again, imagine it washing out the stresses and the strains like little grains of sand. So breathing in, over your feet, and then breathing out again. And imagine that is, as it goes out, it's washing away the stresses, the fears, the worries. This may sound mind-bogglingly, stupidly simple. It is. And that's where we all used to be when we were little. We weren't stupid. It's just incredibly simple. Yeah. And just go, oh, imagine, little imaginary games, little imaginary friends. This works and this will help to reduce the, the stresses, what, the pressures, the difficult feelings, the feelings of tension, of fear. Yeah. Just keep doing that. Breathing in and breathing out. And for those of you who may be super visually sensitive, just close your eyes. You may feel, you may sense that there is a, a color or a texture around this beam of energy. Going in, and as it goes out again, it may change in color or texture, as if it's washing out something yucky in here. Because fear, worry, is simply yucky. It's an emotion, but it's just yucky. So breathe it in and breathe it out. Now, some of you may find that at this point in time, it's like you become even more aware of a deeper pressure or a sort of a achy pain in there. That may well be because you're picking up other people's. For me, in the last couple of minutes, I've now got a much sharper uh, 
focused kind of pain on there. And I'm pretty sure, I'm not going to bother measuring it, that it's not all mine, that I'm actually picking up from some of you who are watching. So this is the, this is the challenge where we need our, our boundaries in place. So I'll try and cover this as well. So breathe that in, let it go. And with intention now, what you do is be aware of your boundaries. Be aware of the space around you. Just, I don't know, this far out from your body, this far out from your body, something like that. And now breathe in that energy into your heart chakra, into the center of your chest. Breathe in and fill up your whole body to the top of your head, fingertips, your toes. Just so you're breathing in this energy. Filling up your whole space with it. And then as you breathe out, let it go down your body. Through your feet into the air. I'll do that again. So what we're doing, we're treating ourselves like a balloon. Yeah, which is we're breathing in. This energy comes in here. As it does, it fills us up. Oh, yeah. And as we breathe out, that energy flows down our feet, right down into the center of the earth. Now, don't worry if your many floors above lots of other people. They're not going to notice. This is your reality that you're creating on here. Now, you may already be feeling a bit. It's hurty bit round here isn't as bad as it was. You may be feeling softer and lighter. If you're not, just keep trying it. If you're embarrassed about some of your friends or colleagues or some of your family as it is, or somebody with you now seeing you doing this, just stay with it. Remember, it's your reality. It's your emotions. It's your existence. It's you, nobody else. So if you feel that embarrassment somewhere, or that, oh my goodness, I can't tell my partner or colleague this. Where do you feel that? You know, maybe you feel it here or here, or your face may be going red, or it doesn't matter what it is. Do the same trick. Bring in that energy. Suppose it's here. Yeah? Bring in that energy into there. And let that emotion, that fear, that what embarrassment, whatever it is, just disappear wash it away breathe it in and wash it away breathe it in and wash it away now once more in here and then down through your body down 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 keep a spare hand on here just to remind you give yourself a little sort of squeeze or bit of pressure on there just to keep you focused internally as much as possible. Because probably most of us will be to a certain extent out of our body, like literally an out of the body experience. And you may even have cold hands, cold feet. Don't worry about it. Okay, it just is. There's nothing wrong. You just get scared. It's all right. And so when we so we breathe in, fill up, be a balloon, fill up your whole body, your whole space around you. And as you breathe down, 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 down into the earth, feel you, you are filling your space. You are coming back into your body. It's like you're reclaiming bits of you that have gone out that way somewhere. Excuse me. <coughs> you're literally like reclaiming it because it's like your energy, your 
some would say your, your soul fragments, it doesn't matter what they call it, that your energy has gone boom out there. You're in a whole threatening world. And so just breathe in. And as you do, imagine those bits of your energy, little clouds, little particles, little dust particles of your energy. Doesn't matter what they're mixed up with, coming into you, filling up your whole space and breathe out that air or that other bits of dust and stuff that's around. So breathe in into your heart and bring in the bits of you that have been frightened away. Literally bring them all right into you and they stay. And it's like you've got an automatic filter in there. Any bits you might have picked up or you're worried about, just don't worry about them. Just breathe them out down your body. How's that feeling? I've been going quite fast on here, but just remember these exercises, these exercises, because they are crucial. Now, if Jacqueline, if you'd like to come back, please, on, on, on screen. Um, I'm totally free-forming on here, so I may have lost something on there. Would you care to comment or uh, add anything on there? I think what you just did is that gave people permission to feel what they're feeling, right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, and I think that's very important because as much as I'm saying, hey, it's transitioning, I myself feel things, right? You feel things, and I just have learned to feel it and make it mean nothing, right? It's like I always say to someone, so it's releasing. If you realize we breathe in and we exhale, we're releasing. We eat, we release. Yeah. Everything is released. So if we realize it's okay that you're feeling angry or you're feeling fearful or you're feeling, yeah. feel it, let go of it. Like you were just, this was beautiful. It was like, oh, I was feeling freer. And I, I, and I wouldn't have thought at that before you started that there was anything else to feel freer about. But that's the whole experience is when you're present to hear. Um, one of the, Addie earlier said, was an acronym for, uh, uh, I don't know, permission, and where I gotta look back, but it, it's inward now. So it's like permission to acknowledge inward, going inward now or something like that. But when yeah. we realize it's there, first serves a purpose so we can transform it. Hmm. And just to say, when I started this, this session, what, like 20 minutes ago, uh, then I was actually, not in the best place. I hadn't done all my preparation or anything until I literally came, set up my computer, sat down in front of the camera, and I was cold and miserable. At the moment, I'm kind of cooking. I'm literally not boiling, but very hot, very comfortably, warmly hot from throughout my whole body. And my, my hands are glowing. If you, if you could see them, they'd be glowing. <laughs> and I, that's part of my own connection, and it's presumably, I feel it is, related to many of you who are watching as well, uh, or will be watching. That's also possible. Yes. So, um, because this is, it's timeless. There is no time about this. Now, what I would say also is, if during these very simple exercises, 
you find little thoughts going through your head or you're remembering something from childhood or yesterday or so <clears throat> where somebody really got up your nose and really hurt you and you felt really really hurt and it may be something you've forgotten for the last 30 years or longer mm -hmm. uh, then just tune into that what's going on there because what you've been doing and remember it's yours it's not mine i don't know about it is quite simply you have been holding on to that angst that anger that hurt for all that period of time. Yeah. So then bring your attention to that and keep that hand on here and just keep toggling yourself because it's very easy to get distracted on all these stray things. Depends on the kind of person you are and what kind of life you've experienced. Yeah, you know, it doesn't matter what it was, it just depends on that. And what um, you need to do is, so keep that hand on there and pay attention to that strengths are like where did that come from you know uh when i've worked with people you know one-to-one -one, put my hands on the feet on the therapy couch i've had people go oh tears coming out and going but i thought i'd done all my work on my inner child for example it's like <laughs> yeah quite <laughs> um so there's all kinds of stuff may come up don't be disappointed if it doesn't and one thing is don't try too hard yeah, you don't have to do things exactly as I did. These are an outline framework of very simple tools, and you can use them anytime. You don't have to sit down and shave your head and uh, do, do apparently strange things by other people's standards. All you need to do is to yeah, tune into you. Now, if necessary, and the, the, the children have kept you awake all night and you know they're screaming and running around, Go to the bathroom, sit on the toilet, and just try and practice that the best you can. That's the mother's favorite hangout. It might be the odd man's as well, but I'm not going to dispute that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, this isn't women only. This is this is everybody. And the same applies to you children. So whatever age they are, and you know, hi kids. And just teach them the basic principles because these are essential tools that were not taught in school or college or anything else. And they're certainly not, and especially amongst men, they're certainly not encouraged to go, oh, you know, sort of touchy feely, feeling into this soft skills department. That's the, that's the, uh, we are getting better at it worldwide, but uh, tuning into yourself because now, as I said earlier on, this is about you being you and and i include me in this you as well and that you has collected a whole bunch of experiences assumptions uh inherited thoughts and beliefs from ancestors from other people's stuff from reading material as well and okay whether you believe in them or not some of this stirs up what appear to be called past lives Okay, now I'm really comfortable with that, and I've worked with loads and loads of client stuff. But it's like something from another time, yeah, in the past uh, is there, and you come across some information, or somebody says something, and you go, "Ooh," and there's no logical reason for it. Just feel into it, breathe into it, breathe it out, and let it go. It doesn't necessarily get away the take away that the whole thing. But do it with time, and then you begin to own it, to love it, if you like. Yeah. You begin to go, oh, oh, 
yeah, it's, it's that feeling again. And I don't care what somebody scientific wants to call it. Yeah, it's your stuff, your feeling. And if you don't like it, why are you carrying it? Exactly. That's a that's a that's a tweetable. Okay. If yeah. you don't like it, why are you carrying it? Yeah. Exactly. And you and know, so listen. I got to my I got to my midlife crisis as an end. Sorry. So if you said that, right? So just that whole thing, because I say the same thing. I just get someone present. I go, you don't like it? Do you want to get rid of it? And they go, oh, but it's so-and-so's. I've had it. But I say, do you want to get rid of it? They go, blah, blah, blah. They go, do you want to get rid of it? And they go, well, yeah. I go, great. That's where we start. Huh? That's right. So you need to own it, whatever whatever it is. You need to own it and acknowledge it, first of all. And you go, what the heck am I doing with this stuff on here? Even if it is your grannies or your granddads or, you know, somebody you knew years ago why are you holding on to it so if you don't want it let it go i forget what the tweetable was but it was something along those lines yeah why the heck are you holding on to stuff that you don't like and you don't want and you don't even believe in and you don't own you know it's not you it gives you this really weird feeling somewhere maybe in your right ear yeah it gives you this really weird feeling and you're carrying it around and you're hanging on to it and then as as you said jacqueline you know somebody says well just let it go but Jim just said, let it go. But, 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 but it belongs to my Auntie Doris. Yeah. Well, so what? Auntie Doris does not own your feelings. Your mum doesn't. Your dad doesn't. This is about you. And I'm including this is you being, you know, even sub teenage, less than, yeah, just early years. Because the important thing is to be able to be ourselves and the time. And, and own ourselves and our emotions. And you don't read a lot of this online if you Google it, probably. I haven't tried, uh, but I haven't seen much on there. And it should be taught in school very early on of learning us. And we school now because everybody's at home. Exactly, exactly. Parents yeah. can teach their kids what they want to teach them, which is go within, get connected. Or I think sometimes that's why they have to run around and play because yeah. they're like a dog. You know, have you ever noticed dogs just, just <laughs> a quick <laughs> yeah. you have to dance or move or just go and sing. <laughs> so yeah, la laughter is good. Uh, this may sound, some of, some of you, may, you may find this, this is, this is completely crazy stuff. Right. Okay, the whole world is in crazy mode at the moment. So which, which variety of crazy do you want? Do you want everybody else's crazy and carry it around like a great big weight on your shoulder? Or do you want your kind of crazy that makes you feel good and stops you carrying other people's, other people's, remember, fears, worries, tension that's not doing you any good? And not only that, if you're carrying those other people's tensions and worries, you know, there's a lot of, adrenaline kicking around the system. Why? It's not doing you any good. And that, as far as I know, and this is not medical advice, that is really messing up your immune system. And right now, you need a really good immune system. You need to be vibrant and alive and not carrying a shed load of fear and stuff. Yeah. So remember to breathe. Remember to see it. Remember to... Three words. Let it go boom and sometimes sometimes 
there's a little voice comes up, the little man on your shoulder says, but I don't want to let it go. Hang on, I'll just get my little man. This is the, meet my friend, Eric. Yeah, here's, here's, my, here's my friend, Eric. Man has a little man, we won't go there. Eric, there you go, here's Eric. <laughs> Eric, Eric says, bum, 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 bum. you can't do that, you know? You're not allowed to, you don't, you don't have the right to, you don't have permission to. Excuse me, Eric, thank you. But it's my stuff, so I can do what I like with it, thank you. <laughs> be yeah? your own type of crazy, at least you'll be happy. Own type of crazy. Own your own type crazy. That's own what you need to do. Crazy. There you go. Own, yeah. own, own, own your crazy. I think this is a new program we've got coming up, isn't it? <laughs> I'm probably sure somebody's already owned it and done it because they've been told it the whole time. But I think yeah. that's just, I, I so appreciate the way I've seen you just in this course of you sharing. Okay, so one of the things I just want to acknowledge you for, Jim, and I want everybody to get is that you showed up here, okay, to contribute to others when you have before this month, you have stuff going on in your life that could overwhelm you, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it's having its effect on you. And so you showed up here and using your own tools, you've noticed a difference in yourself by sharing and, and demonstrating to us. And I feel if people just learn to step forward continually in their own experience, so each one of us is totally different. Each one of us is totally different, but when we do that, we give permission for the next person to do that and the next person to do that. And all of a sudden we go, love, love is the real virus, love. love. Well, how about, how about, I feel good. When Jacqueline's finished, the really important one is James Brown. I feel good. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what you, you don't want to hear me sing, really. Uh, but that's that's what's important is that at the moment, yeah, so many people you haven't because you've been watching this from the beginning, right? But at the moment, everybody, nearly everybody, I assume, is feeling in a place of not feeling good. And no, I am feeling good. Okay. Yeah, no, no, I meant that if they haven't been watching watching this this session, yeah. So okay. worldwide, okay. Uh, people in various ways and things. There is one little tip as well, which is not related to my tools. And yes, it's common knowledge, but don't watch the media, you know. And if your partner, particularly the news, because for some time now, you know. The news has been getting doo -doo -doo -doo, worse and worse and worse in terms of what's happening, apparently happening to other people. Mm -hmm. And there is rarely good stuff. But I did hear one lovely bit uh, oh, a couple of days ago, yeah, which is apparent, apparently in Venice, the for the first time ever, the people can see the bottoms of the canals. And apparently there's been a dolphin there as well. Yes, I posted yeah. that on my page earlier. Oh, oh right, okay, yeah, yeah. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah. Not only the dolphins are showing up, fish are showing up, the skies are. In the, I saw like twenty robins by a very busy street, which wouldn't because it's not busy anymore. Yeah. yeah. So nature is coming to life yeah. as we become quiet. Yeah. Also, probably noticing things in a different way. So it's. I I feel like there's. It's impossible for people. So the people that still think somehow it's two weeks and we're going. <laughs> it's like no, 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 no. Life. Nope. This. This. This is. You know when the train comes into the station and they change the plan and they go, all change. That's where we're at. And it's all change. And it's going to frighten an awful lot of people. But the golden nugget in all of this 
is that we individually and collectively are evolving. It's as simple as that. And I say evolving to be like, well, well, evolve, I'm perfectly okay. Actually, no, we're not. Because my story is, my reality is that I was an electronics engineer, da, 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 doing all my own stuff. And I got to, you know, midlife, midlife or thereabouts. Mm -hmm. And quite simply, I had a crisis or a crisisunity, if you like. And it started out as a little medical issue, bent fingers kind of thing. And I ended up, you know, didn't like what the doctor proposed, went to a mind, body, soul exhibition, ended up doing really crazy stuff. I mean, ancestral healing with these guys from the Far East. I was like, what's going on here? And the things that were happening to me were way, way crazier. I mean, my experience, they were way, way crazier than anything I've talked about earlier on. And then at the end of that, sorry about the phone. Um, at the end of that, I was uh, ended up doing a three-year training in energy healing. And that was like, oh, what's going on? And incredible things happening to my clients. I had this complete change. And that's like 20 years ago. And the uh, perfect example, Jim, of somebody that did the change and can now share, you went through it and it's okay, right? Yeah, that's right. It's okay. And believe me, in the middle there, there was a lot of really scary bits. Yeah, yeah I was stuff that scared that, whatever, the bleep out of me, yeah? And it challenged, it challenged all the conditioning that I had grown up with, yeah. both individually, as a family, yeah, in school, in boarding school, and also very much culturally for me as well because I, I can see this now retrospectively and when I have stuff come up, I have quicker and easier ways of dealing with it, but it's not, there's a lot of background involved, so I can't really share that now. I'd be happy to separate, separately, but uh, if, you, if you want to contact me. Um, but the thing is, we have so much stuff we take on board. Now, you may read uh, that, you know, people will say, you've been lied to. Well, yes, you have. But the real thing is that, with the best will in the world, the circumstances we grow up in, the, the culture, the family environment, and I'm talking normally okay, I'm not talking about you know difficult, abusive ones. The, the way we grow up, for the vast majority of us, we are effectively lied to, but nobody's actually deliberately telling us lies. They're painting a picture of how life is, yeah? But right. life, isn't, life isn't like that at all, yeah? And you have to come back to when you got a conflict inside, you have to come back to what's really going on here. Is this bit of feeling that I don't like? Is this me or is it something else? And you work on the bit by bit by bit in lots of different ways and you begin to find who you are and it can be really scary, but it's also very beautiful and empowering most of the time. <laughs> um, when you kind of progress out the other side, you don't go bump like that, and the work's never done. You just simply ha have a, a greater bandwidth. Yeah, you have a greater greater bandwidth. Yeah, I mean, like it never's done. You think, okay, I'm in a comfortable. It's no, you know, it's like it's ever expanding because the universe is ever expanding. So yeah. you see it and surrender even more. Yeah. So. I know. I'm. I'm sorry. If people are wondering. I'm pointing down because I'm like on live camera, but I'm also doing the technological things back here. And we've kind of everybody. We're in such great conversations. Everything is shifting, and I made personal links. I'm keeping an ongoing link. No, it's just part of the process. It's learning. Yeah. So 
Um, I've said to have patience and this is good, but uh, this is such great information. And Jim, you're going to put your information on the links here so they can find you directly. Cause yes. only the Jim J Doyle, we just want to make sure they get the right Jim J Doyle in case someone. That's right. Yes. Yeah. I'm the guy with the pink shirt, not this one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, my friend, for stepping Indeed. up. And I wish for you and your family that everything just mellows out and there's healing on all levels. Yeah, absolutely. And for you and everybody as well. And I mean everybody. everybody. Yeah. Thank, thank you so much. Okay. I love you. Bye-bye. Okay. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye. I believe your inner guidance is given to you to help you move towards the desires of your heart, the dreams, the visions that you have had or have. It will get you from the place where you don't know what your inner guidance feels like or you're feeling this inner conflict. You feel like something is off, but you're thinking that you must be mistaken. You're feeling like somehow you're being controlled and you might end up feeling like you take that out externally on someone else acting out or you may even take that out on yourself, holding that resentment with inside and listening from a space of doubt and mistrust and constantly searching for answers. You could be zoning out, just uncomfortable in your body. You could be faking it till you make it. All of this is a good indication that you are neglecting listening to your inner guidance. And if you are ready to step into this transformation where you can have peace and contentment and playfulness and appreciation for life, it's like magic happens. It's a whole new normal because it's a natural that's designed specifically for you. That's why I call it your best whole new world. And that's what I love helping people do because I was there once. And thankfully, I took that leap back in 1991. So I've done the journey. I've had the experiences and I've even written the book, Trusting Your Intuition, Discover Your Superpower in 10 Days, available at Amazon or on my website at bestonlyworld.com. You can also join me on um, a group program, book a one-on-one -on -one session, or get on the wait list for the next uh, masterclass. Join the movement. One billion people healed from the inside out, trusting their inner guidance, enjoying the journey of their heart's desires, and living in their best whole new world. Your best whole new world. You deserve it, don't you think? <laughs>